Uncensored. We're going to call this episode Arrested. Because last night, bro, I got the actual report and I got what's the rumor. So let's talk the report first. Let's talk all the facts that we know about this. So the Pistons' Isaiah Stewart and the Phoenix Suns' Drew Eubanks got into an altercation on the way out of the tunnel for the Suns and Pistons game last night. Words were exchanged and Isaiah Stewart punched Drew Eubanks in the face. And all of a sudden, Isaiah Stewart is arrested and charged with assault. Really, NBA? Really, we've stooped this low. We've gone. We we've, we've come. Fu- and then Isaiah Stewart had a crazy meltdown during the game, but he wasn't arrested then for some reason. We didn't see Draymond Green kick the shit out of niggas, beat the fuck out of niggas, and do all this extra shit and all that. There has been no arrest. So you mean to tell me, you know, according to the reports, it was just like he got punched in his lip. That's what the reports say. They ain't say Isaiah Stewart beat this man to a pulp. They didn't put out pictures of this shit. They didn't say that Drew Eubanks had a serious career-threatening injury or any injuries whatsoever. This dude basically bumped chest-to-chest with a player. He punches him, and he's arrested for assault. Really, NBA. Out of all of the incidents and the fights in the world, this one is the one against a player on the Pistons? Really? And honestly, Drew Eubanks ought to be ashamed of himself for calling the Elroys on fucking Isaiah Stewart. He is a hoe-ass snitch. He's a snitch-ass nigga. I would put my checking account on this that Eubanks started it. I have a feeling because I don't, here's the thing. Why do y'all get these niggas started? Y'all know that Stu is a hothead, but I'm supposed to feel sorry for Drew Eubanks when the cops get involved, the police, 
really? That's fucking stupid in my opinion. You can't foul anymore. You can't play tough defense anymore. And now, since there's a confrontation and somebody gets smacked, you arrest him for assault? I don't know about this one, y'all. I understand escorted out of the arena. I understand getting suspended. I understand getting fined and reprimanded. Arrested? Now, the rumor is that they got into it and Drew Eubanks called Isaiah Stewart a T-Mu version of Draymond. This is the rumor. This is the rumor. That hasn't been proven a fact. I'm just telling you what I heard was said. Not necessarily the actual factuals. You see, I split that up for y'all. But my feelings about this is the NBA is officially super soft as a wet paper towel. And it's just very disappointing that my nigga Stu had to get arrested for just punching a person. I understand by law it is assault. I get that. But the NBA usually handles all of their issues. He was arrested and cited for... He, he was given a citation, basically. The report says he had a minor injury. The Suns put out a statement and said that it was unprovoked. Yeah, they're saying that, but Monty Williams says, ah, 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 ah. he said that uh, he and other teams officials talked to Isaiah Stewart, just according to Monty Williams, the head coach of the Pistons, who gave them his side of the story. William says that it is responsible and I think that there's a time for information to be gathered and then you can make a statement. So they're already putting out false stories that this was just Isaiah Stewart just walked up to this nigga and punched him. All the facts ain't even out there yet. What we know is a confrontation ensued and Isaiah Stewart punched this guy. But I have a feeling, in my mind, I think Eubanks started this and Stu finished it. Now, Timu Draymond is fucking hilarious, by the way. But when more facts come out, I'll be back with more.
Alright, so Thaddeus Young got a quick buyout from the Brooklyn Nets and signed with the Phoenix Suns. And, I mean, that's a good veteran pickup for them. I mean, Thaddeus Young, pause, he still looks great for his age. He's still in shape. He still can score with the best of them. I mean, I'm not saying that he's LeBron level. I'm just saying, like, it's good to see Thaddeus Young still around. You know, motherfuckers was playing 2K5 when this motherfucker came on the scene. He hadn't been around since 2K5. I'm just happy to see him out there and on a different team where he could possibly compete for a championship. Now, this is another mind-blowing story. So, during the trade deadline, the Golden State Warriors reached out to LeBron James about joining the Warriors. You know, I heard that the owner and Draymond Green tried to collude to get LeBron there, and then, you know, Daryl Birdman Sr., Maury, You know, Senior Maury decided to try to take a crack at LeBron. And, you know, the Lakers was like, shit, it's Joel Embiid involved. And then that was just a very quick conversation. But the fact that the Warriors tried to get LeBron is weak as hell. I wouldn't have liked seeing Curry and LeBron together. They are forever linked in a rivalry. Now, I've seen, you know, rivals join each other. But not to the level of Curry and LeBron. When it was a rival joining somebody, it's usually a role player joining a star player. This is like Bird joining Magic, Jordan joining the Knicks or the Pistons. So that would have been whack, like super whack. And I knew Draymond had something to do with this. You wanted your bestie, didn't you? Well, I'm sure Curry, you know, was shocked, you know, because he said, I ain't know nothing about this. Whether I believe him or not, I'll leave that up to the general public. But nah, I wouldn't have liked that shit. That's just me personally. PJ Tucker was fined 75 dollars for a public trade demand but PJ Tucker's been interviewed by multiple publications and he has expressed his constant frustration with the Clippers organization for not playing him enough minutes or any minutes at all 
And it's gotten so bad that P.J. Tucker and Bones Highland were sent home from their current road trip and will not be back with the team until the All-Star break. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get where the Clippers are coming from. Clippers have a great rotation. You know, the additions of James Harden and Russell Westbrook going to the bench did affect other guys' minutes. And then, you know, Amir Coffey's rise, uh, Kobe Brown's even getting minutes, stuff like that. So, so I'm not surprised. But in my opinion, I think P.J. Tucker should get bought out. And sign with the Milwaukee Bucks. Which leads me to the next story here. Danilo Gallinari signed with the Milwaukee Bucks today and reunites with former coach Doc Rivers. pickup. I mean, the Bucks need all of the pieces that they can because it just, for some reason, the Bucks have not been the Bucks of before. I don't think it's been 10 games yet, but it's close. It's getting to that 10-game mark. And Doc Rivers has been nothing but mediocre. But After 10 games, we shall see what the Bucks are truly made of. I think that that was a bad move by the Bucks. I've been very vocal about that. But Danilo Gallinari is an excellent pickup. A guy who can still score. You know, he, I know he's coming off that ACL, but he looked great in Detroit. So I expect nothing. All right, man. Let's continue going. So... It finally comes out as to what happened with Grant Williams in Dallas. Because, you know, they gave him a $62 million contract that Boston refused to match. So ESPN's Tim McMahon offered insight on why the Mavs decided to trade Grant Williams. Here's what he said. Oh, actually, no, I was wrong. It was a, they signed him to a four-year, $53 million deal, which is still too much for Grant. I would say that one of the ways that Grant Williams rubbed people the wrong way, the yapping, obviously, that's kind of part of it with him. While it's charmingly obnoxious if he's productive, and it's grating when he's not, but he didn't report to camp in good shape. And Grant Williams is not in good shape and is not a good defender. Damn. Grant Williams has proven throughout the course of his career when he gets in shape, he can be an impactful defender, but that's not the guy the Mavericks got. 
Williams might have been taking shots at his former team after the Hornets won their first game with him on the squad. Williams said it's great to get a win for the city and to play for the jersey that's across your chest, not your back. Everybody touched the ball. We trusted one another. It seemed like they were taking a shot at the way the Mavericks ran their offense because, I mean, Williams played halfway decent, but he wasn't the player he was in Boston. Williams did the smart thing and went after the money. He went to the team that paid him the most money, and that was Dallas. So the product, I guess, didn't work out. Clay Thompson is expected to test free agency this offseason with the Los Angeles Lakers. Of course, why am I not surprised? The Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Clippers being teams of interest. Do y'all think that Clay Thompson should play for another team? I would say no. I think he was pro- he's probably going to stay. In Golden State. That's just me. But last, before we get into the All-Star Game festivities, and I get to talk my shit and pop my shit, Schoolboy Q finally is releasing his new album, y'all. I can't fucking wait. I'm telling y'all right now, he's going to get a a solo show. Wow. And the track list is already out there. Oh, wow. The possible track list, I should say. But Schoolboy Q is dropping Blue Lips on March 1st, 2024. And I can't fucking wait. This is the one thing about Top Dog. In all the years of TDE, all the albums that I listen to at least, which is damn near all of them, right? I don't think one of them are average or mediocre. There hasn't been a mediocre album released on that record label. And Schoolboy Q has not missed. He's not released a bad album. And I expect nothing but the best from this guy. I mean, he is allegedly uh, having uh, guests such as Rico Nasty, Freddie Gibbs, and Absol. He released two, three records. I have not heard all three of them in its entirety. I'm going to wait until the album comes out. I've heard snippets of three songs, but I ain't heard the whole entire record. I am just going to wait until the album drops on March the 1st and you guys will get the exclusive. I might get it a day early and fuck with it, man, because I've been highly anticipating Q's return and everybody that loves hip hop, everybody that loves the game 
is going to appreciate this. Because all of the best artists don't drop every single fucking year. They all drop plates, weed plates of mid every fucking year. All the best artists make you miss them. They build up anticipation. A lot of the great artists, they take three to five years off because they're taking their time crafting masterpieces. That's why Kendrick don't drop every year. J. Cole don't drop every year. Wale don't drop every year. Big Sean don't drop every year. Now, then niggas is going to say, oh, but what about Nas, though? You ain't going to talk about Nas like that. Listen, Nas is the exception to the rule. If Nas had three years in the meantime between time, them albums with Hit Boy would have been way better than what they were. And those are amazing arts of work. But I tell you, man, Schoolboy Q, bro, I'm ready for Blue Lips. Pause. On March 1st, you feel me? All right, man. Let's talk All-Star Game. Let's talk All-Star Game. Let's talk All-Star Game. Uh, The Rising Stars was uh, Friday. Well, let's talk about the Celebrity Game first. You know, where it was Team Shannon Sharp versus uh, Team Stephen A. Smith, you know. The hype behind this was Micah Parsons versus C.J. Stroud. You know what I'm saying? And it was very interesting, I could say. So, Team Shannon defeated Team Stephen A. Smith 191. Um, um, there was some... Some headliners, you know what I'm saying? You know, you had Jennifer Hudson, you had Meta World Peace, former NBA player, you had CJ Stroud, you had Indy Car Series Racer, uh, Connor Daly, AJ McLean, Walker Hayes, Sir, Adam Blackstone, um, you had Kai Sanat, Tristan Jazz, Jack Ryan. Then you had 50 Cent being an assistant coach for Team Shannon. And Asia Wilson and Lil Wayne being assistant coaches for Stephen A. Uh, Rams receiver Puka Nakua. Man, this nigga was going crazy. He had 16 points. You know what I'm saying? And then Micah Parsons, 
37 points, 16 rebounds on his way to being the MVP of the Celebrity All-Star Game. Definitely one of the better performances I've seen. Dylan Wong, I saw that motherfucker. That motherfucker was balling. He was hitting some big shots. But that motherfucker, Micah Parsons, was out there looking like Shaq. I'm disappointed in my nigga Sir from TDE. This motherfucker ain't make shit. But the crazy part about this is <coughs> this was one of the better events. <laughs> Let's look at the Rising Stars game. This was very interesting. It was very competitive. It was a four-team tournament. I was disappointed in Pau Gasol's team, bro. So... Team Jalen versus Team Tamika. Man, I was shocked. It was a lot of upsets because I picked Team Tamika and Team Pow to be in the finals, and I was wrong. A lot over this All-Star weekend with my picks. But um, Team Jalen defeated Team Tamika 40-35 as Benedict Matherin made a fool out of Jaden Ivey, man. He was cooking. Team Tamika, uh, Scoot Henderson was the leading scorer with only 10 points, but Jaden Ivey, he was 4-7. Jalen Duran only had two points. I thought this team was going to beat Jalen's team. Jalen did have Chet Holmgren, Benedict Matherin, Jalen Williams, Walker Kessler, Derek Lively, uh, who was who had uh, six points. Jordan Hawkins had seven points. And Team Jalen ended up advancing to the finals. Now, next up, Team Detlef, which was a team full of G-Leaguers. A team full of G-Leaguers pulled off the upset against Team Pal Gasol. Team Pal Gasol had a squad. He had Brandon Miller, Jabari Smith Jr., Victor Wimbayama, Hamey Hakez Jr., Brandon Podjemski, Bilal Koulibaly, and Kaysen Wallace, and lost. Crazy. But Mac McClung, uh, Alondez Williams, let me tell you something. That motherfucker right there, boy. That nigga was trying to play for a contract. That nigga was playing for a deal, boy, I tell you. Amani Bates, you know, he was shooting that motherfucker all night long. But Team Detlef, man, was balling. Wimby had one too many turnovers and that was the main cause of why team Powell lost and of course they underestimated the hungry g-leaguers going against the rising stars so team detlef versus team jalen in the finals and the results of that game team jalen defeated team detlef 26 to, to 13 as the dream of the g-leaguers came crashing down as the young cats came through there 
and balled out. It was pretty much a team effort, not one man. I mean, obviously, Derek Lively led all scores with six points. But Benedict Matherin ended up winning the uh, Rising Stars MVP. So Indiana was doing it big at the All-Star game. Um, the Rising Stars was actually pretty exciting. It, it felt good to see the underdog almost win. But Team Jalen, a former Pacer, I see what y'all doing, man. I see what y'all got going on. Now, I ain't trying to sound like a hater. I'm just keeping it a bean. But let's, let's talk about All-Star Saturday night. Oh, my God. Talk about a disappointment. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. A lot of y'all might not like this, but some of these events was trash. I'm not going to hold you. Niggas be acting like, you know, I swear to God, like some of these little faggots on social media. Yes, I'm calling them fags. Some of these fags on social media always be getting at me about me criticizing today's game. And shit like this is why. The skills challenge was interesting, though. I'll give them that. Um, the teams were comprised of Team Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, and Miles Turner, and then Team Top Picks with uh, Paolo Banchero, Anthony Edwards, Victor Wembanyama, and then you got Team All-Stars with Scotty Barnes, Tyrese Maxey, and Trey Young. So, there were a lot of obstacles, man. They were very difficult. Like, a lot of them were passes, shots, the obstacle course. And, and Team Pacers ended up winning. The passing round came down to... A tiebreaker between Team All-Stars and the Pacers, who both finished their initial rounds with 74 points. The All-Stars began the tiebreaker with a new record of 90, only for the Pacers to top it with 92 as the guys were shooting the half-court shot. And I believe it was Tyrese Halliburton that made the shot for game. So congratulations to Team Pacers. That was cool. It was all right. I like the skills challenge. It's not what it used to be before, but shout out to them. Let's talk about the three-point contest. My boy, Dame Dallas, trying to go for a repeat. Um, the participants were Malik Beasley, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Dame Lillard, the defending champ, Lori Markkinen, Donovan Mitchell, Carl Anthony Towns, and Trey Young. And of course, it came down to Trey Young and Dame Lillard, and Dame Lillard ended up winning by a hair. And Dame Lillard, in true Damian Lillard fashion, missed all the uh, 
the ball's paws on the final rack and made the money ball at the end for game. He knew what he had to do to win that game. And Dame Dollar solidified himself as the three-point champion. And I'm going to tell you something, bro. That was one of the more exciting moments of All-Star Weekend. And then what I think ended up being the most exciting All-Star moment, in my opinion, a lot of y'all might not like this, but the Steph Curry versus Sabrina Inoescu three-point shootout was the best event so far. You know what I'm saying? This was exciting. I'm not going to front. Sabrina set the bar pretty high, you know, and she shot NBA threes. So much respect due to that lady. But let me tell you something. Ain't no woman ever going to beat Steph Curry in shooting, baby. I don't give a fuck who you go get off the street. Wasn't no woman beating Wardell Steph Curry at no goddamn three-point contest. And I knew Steph was going to win. It was just how was Steph going to uh, play up the drama? I'm surprised that they didn't try to do the uh, whole women's empowerment thing and he and Steph was going to let that girl beat him. You know, I had that spidey sense that they was going to make that happen, but they didn't let it happen. Steph wasn't going to let no woman beat him. So shout out to Steph Curry. Congratulations to him. But Sabrina did a good job, though. 26 points, NBA 3. She made more than the, the, the main niggas that was in the three-point contest. She could have competed this year with them. She could have beat Ice Trey and Dame. Oh, man. And let's get to the main event. Y'all been patiently. No, I'm just playing. I'm joking. That's not the main event. Because we talking all-star game right so this whack ass dunk contest let me tell you something before I even get into the dunk contest let me tell y'all something I want to salute Jalen Brown first salute to Jalen Brown I'm proud that an NBA all-star and an elite athlete such as himself Wanted to compete in a dunk contest because the other three opponents, I mean, Hamey Hawkins Jr. was a rookie, didn't know what to expect from the guy, so he's cool. Mac McClung, a G-leaguer, the defending champ, should be there. Jacob Toppin was there as well, Obi's brother, who plays for the New York G-league team. <sighs> I'm going to tell, tell it to you like this, man. I got to call out Adam Silver once again for the hundredth time. Bring the stars back to the NBA contest. Because I want to call out all of the NBA stars that I think are capable of doing the dunk contest. One by one. We're going to go team by team, y'all. We're going to save the best for last. I have to make a call out. Like, Miles Bridges, man. You already embarrassed yourself by beating that lady and getting away with it. Come to the dunk contest, Miles Bridges. Come on. Come through, Miles Bridges. Let's see. I think DeMar and Zach wouldn't have done that shit. Andre's a bum. 
Let's see, Cleveland. Donovan Mitchell already did the dunk contest, so he's out of it. I don't know if Derek Lively was ready. I don't think he's creative enough to do the dunk contest. Peyton Watson. I mean, you be dunking and shit and be throwing that motherfucker down and all that. Where you at? You know what I'm saying? Why not try out for the dunk contest, Peyton Watson? I've been dope to see you there. Um, Detroit. Who in Detroit could be in the dunk contest? I mean, Jalen Duran, but I don't think he's like Dwight, though. He Dwight on the court, but not like dunk contest Dwight. Dunk contest Dwight is a different animal. Andrew Wiggins, gay ass, never done done did the fucking dunk contest. Jalen Green, where the fuck you at? You too busy putting on dresses and diamonds and pearls and fingernail polish that you should have done the dunk contest, nigga. Where you at? Benedict Matherin, you was talking all this shit. Throughout the All-Star game, well, throughout the Rising Stars game or whatever, come out there and do some dunks. Kawhi Leonard. I know Kawhi Leonard. I know I know what y'all going to say. Kawhi would have hurt himself during the dunk contest. <laughs> Kawhi. Come on, dog. Do a dunk contest, man. <laughs> With your LD ass. Motherfucker, who else on the Clippers? I mean, Paul George done already done the dunk contest. Has Russell Westbrook done one? If not, Russ needs to do a dunk contest one time before he retires. I'm sure you have the creativity. You know, I'm sure you got the moxie and the swag to pull off some dunk contest shit. KJ Martin. Where the fuck is KJ at, man? Is KJ still on... Um. Philly Giannis do a dunk contest bro Ja Morant I know Ja hurt this year but it would be nice to see uh, 4k Ja or 12k Ja whatever the fuck you go by these days Ja do a fucking dunk contest nigga for the one time next year come on bro Anthony Edwards do a dunk contest, bro. One year. Come on, Ant, man. Show us that you nice. For real. Trey Murphy, enter another dunk contest. Why not? Larry Nance, do it again, bro. Why not? I'm just going down the line. Paulo. You a star, you an all-star, nigga. Do some dunking shit for a change, bro. Malik Monk, do a dunk contest. Why not? Malik Monk, why not? Do something, anything. Scotty Barnes, why not? That's what I'm saying, man. These NBA players is weak, man. They bitches, man. They don't want to fucking do the dunk contest. 
That's why I salute Jalen Brown. Shout out to him for fucking wanting to do the fucking dunk contest. That's real. Alright, so the dunk contest of 2024 participants were Jalen Brown, Hamie Hawkes Jr., Matt McClung, and Jacob Toppin. So the first round goes, you know, Hamie Hawkes, he did some okay dunks, but he was what I expected it to be. Like, he's an in-game dunker, not necessarily like a real-ass, trill-ass dunker. Like, I like Hawkes, but I didn't like the creativity. Jacob Toppin was doing some great dunks. Yo, the old-ass judges, I mean, I respect the OGs. I be excited with some OGs judging the contest. You know, you had Mitch Richmond. You had an OG basketball player from the ABA. I forget his name. I forgot. Sorry. You had Fred Jones, the 20, uh, the 2004 dunk contest champion judging. You had Dominique Wilkins judging. That was great and all that. I get it. Hold them accountable and all that shit. But some of these dunks that Mac McClung, Jacob, and Jalen was throwing down, some of them did deserve some 50s. This year, the format's different. I mean, the format was, you know what I'm saying, to do it best out of 50. Like 46 out of 50, you know what I'm saying? Like 46 out of 50 and all that. That's what they did, you know? They did it best out of 50. They ain't do, you know, 10 out of 10 and all that. You know, I'm still doing it off the old format. I'm still doing it off of the whole, you know. The best out of 10. And not, you know. whole, you know, you, y'all get what the fuck I'm trying to say, but Jalen Brown's dunks were cool, they were alright, but basic, I mean, Matt McClung had better dunks last year, I'm not gonna front, he's the champion, he won, but he won kind of like by default, because Hawkins was mid, and they robbed Jacob Toppin of the finals because Jacob Toppin to me was the second best dunker in the contest. They let JB slide. There was this one dunk when he dunked over Kai Sanat. That was whack to me. I don't think that Jalen Brown should have been in the finals. I think Jacob Toppin should have been in the finals against Matt McClung. That's just my personal opinion. It was ass. Just straight strip club booty, man. 
My overall thoughts of the dunk contest, I mean, Jalen Brown was okay. I respect him for showing up to blow up. No, yeah, I forgot to talk about Zion. Zion, your big ass need to stop fucking with the porn stars. Get out the porn star coochie and fucking do a dunk contest. You good enough, you're athletic enough, and you're creative enough. Come on, Big Z. Do a dunk contest, Brody. But my thoughts on the dunk contest, it was just a super pack of mid. It just was, man. It was super mid. And outside of my respect for Jalen Brown, you know, y'all got to have guys next year that have creative dunks. This ain't it. When the Sabrina versus Steph is the best thing that you got to offer, my nigga, y'all got to go back to the drawing board. Uh, Can we have a real conversation? Let's. Let's talk about each dunk contest, nigga. One by one. Hey, me, Hawkeyes Jr., I mean, I like you as a ball player. I think on the court, you nice, but you just a regular in-game dunker. There were no creativity behind Hami Hotcast Jr.'s dunks. Nothing. He definitely deserved to be the first one eliminated, as he was. I don't care if I sound like a hater by saying that, but that's just my thoughts. Jacob Toppin. You were robbed, bro. It should have been you and Matt McClung. It really should have. The 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 judges were robbed Jacob Toppin blind. Because I think Jacob Toppin had creativity with a lot of his dunks. I think he was the second best dunker in the contest to me. Jalen Brown. You're a disappointment. You're disappointing, bro. You let us down. I mean, yeah, you know, props to you for fucking, you know, I've been giving you props for at least being a star and wanting to fucking do it. But you came and you half-assed. You had no creativity with your dunks. And then that fucking D. Brown dunk was trash. When you jumped over Kai Sadai and all that shit. You did the you did the fucking dunk wrong. You did the fucking dab at the end of the dunk. You're supposed to do that dab while you're in the air, nigga. That wasn't it, Jalen. And for the judges to put you in the finals against Mac McClung, you made easy work of yourself, Mac McClung. You made easy work for Mac McClung. Mac McClung didn't even try in this contest and won. I already knew that Mac McClung was gonna win because he had the he has creativity. But the NBA has embarrassed themselves with this whack ass dunk contest. This is the I think this is the worst, third worst dunk contest I've ever seen. Because it was two that were completely horrible. And that was way worse. And then on top of that. 
Jamie Hawkins was the only one that did a dunk without a prop. Everybody, what's up with these props? You don't get props for using props. That's another thing that I wanted to complain about. Y'all ain't got no original dunks. Y'all can't do a basic between the legs dunk. Y'all can't do a 360. Y'all can't put the arms through the rim like Vince. Y'all can't come up with other creative props. Like Gerald Green, for example. Dunk contest I went to. This nigga blew out a candle and dunked that bitch. That's different. My man did a windmill over a motherfucking table. That was different. Blake Griffin jumped over a car. Came out with the motherfucking car. It was creativity. And, 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 and Mike Peak, hope you listening, bro. You ain't gonna do no videos about how bad this year was. You gonna continue to diss the 80s and the 90s and shit. But you ain't gonna do no video about this little nigga. But, uh... It was fucking terrible, dog. The dunk contest was ass, bro. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to see Jalen Brown do another dunk contest, bro. We need, like I said, like I said before, we need Ja. We need Zion. You know what I'm saying? We need Russell Westbrook. Giannis. Oh, I'm just saying, man. Like, this is fucking ridiculous, dog. Just flat out, dog. Like, I did. I was. I just was not feeling last night's events. The when the Steph and Sabrina shit is the best event of last night and the best moment of last night. A boy versus girl three-point shootout. The NBA has an issue. And it's just the lacking of entertainment and fun. I heard niggas was leaving the arena early. Because it's trash. You know what I'm saying? Alright. Now, we didn't got to the main event. Y'all been patiently waiting just like an A's test. What's the result? Nah, positive. Who the best pot? That's a bit. Ain't no best. East, West, North, South, floor style, gritty. I embrace y'all. Rock with eight palm. Blow up. Left chest, left chest, face going out. Can now be garbage. Three hours at the college. Burn at the side of your dome. Come out of my throne. I got this. License. Nah, what? I am the truest. They were rapping that. I ain't influenced. With a white Sophie Fade, put my name in this music check. Alright, yeah, I still fucked up that one part, but I don't care. So, it's my show, ho. But we here at the uh, 2024 All-Star Game, nigga. People on this World Wide Web, especially TikTok, they called me some old-ass hater. They think I'm 50. Bitch, I'm 35. I just turned 35. For y'all hoes that wanted to know. I've watched basketball since I was a little mustache. And I watched this shit get worse. People call me a hater 
When I say they don't play defense in this era, there are no defensive specialists. And I always say this time and time again, defense is effort. You got to want to play that shit. Do I believe that there are some people in the NBA that do play defense? Yes. But they don't choose to play defense, though. Like this All-Star game, for example, nobody played defense. The only person that, the only block I saw was Steph Curry. Steph Curry's block on Paolo Banchero. That's the only block that I seen, y'all. Like, you can't be fucking serious right now. Let's look at the final score. No matter what I say, I'm going to be categorized as a hater. Because I came up, there were defensive specialists. These were guys that played defense. I think if you threw the old defensive specialists of the 2000s, make the rules a little bit more fair, a lot of your favorite players would get exposed. I'm not going to say who because I know a lot of y'all love these, these new age niggas. And I don't feel like arguing with a bunch of y'all fucking nerds in the fucking comments. Because y'all not going to fucking understand. Nigga, I'm from Detroit, nigga. We got to witness the bad boys and shit. The 04-05 Pistons. I seen real defense, nigga. You pussy niggas. I seen defense. This score is absurd. And this clown on television, this pencil head ass Adam Silver, the ratings have dropped. It's clear. And I ain't getting them niggas a rating. You want to know why? Because I don't have cable, nigga. I don't have cable, nigga. I bootleg my shit. I watch on Stream East, Cody, Jailbreak. Fire stick. Y'all niggas ain't getting no rating from me. Now, however, let's talk some shit. Let's look at the score. All right, so the Eastern Conference All-Stars defeated the Western Conference All-Stars 211 to 186. Now, however, yes, the scoring is nice and all that, but it was no defense. It was no resistance. It's just these dudes... Like, you remember back in the day, niggas would do all that fun shit the th for three quarters. Then the fourth quarter, you play some defense. Like, that one, I think the joint two years ago, bro, where Steph Curry won the uh, all-star MVP, I think. When they had to play to a certain amount of points. That was a good. That was the last good one where they were competitive. This year they wasn't competitive because the West quit. It seemed like it seemed like the West didn't want to win this game. The East came to play, and they balled out. Let's look at the box scores. All right, for the Western Conference, huh, your king, your god, had eight points. Just wanted to say that. Uh, the king, LeBron James, had eight points. Nikola Jokic had 13 points, 9 assists. Kevin Durant, 18 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. SGA, I knew he was gonna be the best. Uh, he was gonna be one of the top two players of the day. 
Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander had 31 points, four rebounds, six assists. Steph Curry had 16 off the bench. And whoa, Carl did Carl Anthony Towns really have 50 tonight? No fucking way. He really had 50, and they lost. Typical Carl Anthony Towns shit. Nigga, Carl Anthony Towns had 50 points off the bench, and the West lost. Got all those fucking points in garbage time. This is is exactly why I don't fucking believe in the Timberwolves. It's shit like this. It's shit corny. This all-star game is fucking corny, dawg. Let's keep it real. Be for real. You know what I'm saying? This shit ass, son. But however, I can't believe this nigga, Carl Anthony Towns, really had 50 points. Let me check ESPN. This, this, I don't believe this shit, bro. Because I don't believe in the Timberwolves, so I just had to. He really had 50. Damn. And they lost. <laughs> Typical. All right, let's move on to the Eastern Conference All-Stars box score. Ooh. Well, I see why the East won. So, you had seven niggas in double figures. You had Damian Lillard with 39 points. Tyrese Halliburton at 32 points, seven rebounds, six assists. Giannis at 23. Jason Tatum at 20. Jalen Brown had 36 points off the bench. Jesus. Scotty Barnes had 16 points. And Damian Lillard was the All-Star Game MVP. Um, I won't keep it a bean with y'all. Hopefully, Damian Lillard's um, momentum from this All-Star Game carries on to this season because, you know, this season he's been really up and down. He hasn't been the Damian Lillard that we know and love. And hopefully... This All-Star Weekend helps him recapture the vibe of the Portland Trailblazers version of Damian Lillard, which he hasn't been this year. He's shown flashes, but it hasn't been consistent. This has been like... This was Dame's weekend. You know, he won the three-point contest. He won All-Star Game MVP. So hopefully... Damian Lillard can get back to playing like Damian Lillard. And Doc Rivers, talk about the most undeserving coach of all time. Doc Rivers really got to coach the All-Star game. And that nigga actually did it, though. Oh, Lord have mercy. The most overrated coach of all time. And Doc Rivers, (laughs) your 10 games is up, buddy. Doc Rivers, your 10 games up is up, buddy. And ain't that motherfucker like 3-7 and seven in his first 10 games? Bad luck, Doc. <laughs> oh, yeah, bad luck, Doc actually won a game that mattered. Not. <laughs> Not. I'm just playing. This shit really don't matter because there was no defense. One block and six steals from the Eastern Conference. And 
The West had eight steals and two blocks. In a whole 48 minutes. But I'm a hater for saying that the NBA don't play defense anymore. And you can tell by how these motherfuckers is playing. This is a three-point shooting league now. There's no more big men in this league. Not any good ones. I mean, you got the homie Joe. You got Embiid. Giannis, a 6'11 power forward, is considered a big man in today's times. I mean, you got Bam. The offense is still, uh. Carl Anthony Towns is a guard playing center. Anthony Davis, same thing. However, AD is still an elite big man. But there isn't a big man defensively in this league currently right now that you would fear going against. I came up, Ben Wallace feared, KG feared, Kobe and Mike defensively was feared. Not today. You had Ron Artest. Used to be feared back in the day. What nigga in this league right now? I want y'all to answer this in the comments, man. What motherfucker currently right now that you wouldn't want to go against? As an offensive player, like if you were an offensive player, right, and that's your game, what defender would you hate being guarded by? I mean, there's a couple, obviously, but I don't think there's more than 10 that are feared. I mean, my choices would be Kawhi, uh, Drew Holiday, but those guys are getting old. I wouldn't fear Gobert. I wouldn't fear Embiid. I wouldn't fear Jokic defensively. Jared Vanderbilt isn't feared. Jaden McDaniels isn't feared. Bam, not really. Even though he's good at defense. I mean, I asked y'all in my comments to name 15 Good defenders in this era. I named them, but y'all was unable to name them. So I had to name them for y'all. This fucking all-star game is proof that there's no defense and all everybody wants to fucking do is shoot threes. Yes, three-pointers are curt. They aight. They're a good part of the game and it has evolved to where... Big men who are 7'5", seven, 7'1", seven, pulling three-pointers. But that doesn't mean that they have more talent than the big men of the yesteryear. They just do two different things. You mean to tell me a traditional big man didn't have talent? A person that had a bunch of moves in their arsenal, like a Jokic, for example. 
I mean, I know Jokic got the three. He is talented. I give him that. Just because Jokic can shoot three-pointers, that makes him more talented than a, than a KG, a Tim Duncan, who is elite on both ends of the court, by the way. Jokic ain't no defender like that. He's not feared. This is what this league has become. A three-point shooting league. Nobody wanted to dunk in the, in the fucking All-Star game. These motherfuckers blowing layups intentionally and all this. Jokers ain't even want to be at that motherfucker. However, Dame's performance was great. This is the good things I can say, because I said a lot of bad. I don't want to hear motherfuckers saying, do you have anything good to say? Shea Gilgis was balling. Dame and Tyrese balling. Jalen Brown made up for that trash-ass dunk contest yesterday. And put it all out on the court. Just never enter a dunk contest ever again. But all in all, if I were to grade this all-star game, bro, I would grade it a D plus. I would give it a D plus. Because, yeah, this, the, the, the all-star game was okay. <clears throat> Even though I just didn't feel like defensively it was competitive. Um, the three point, Both the three-point contests were okay. The All-Star game was cool. The Rising Stars, to me, was the best event. I like the, the Rising Stars, the tournament-style shit. That was the best one to me. Looking at everything. It was definitely between Steph and Sabrina and the Rising Stars. I, I, I kept forgetting about it. Like, I was in and out. But the Rising Stars should not be the best event. A celebrity basketball game shouldn't be better than the dunk contest. The dunk contest used to be the main event. Everybody used to wait to see. I do realize it's not 2000, 2000 anymore. It's not 2016 anymore. It's not cool to dunk anymore. But that three-pointer... It's the bee's knees. And I love some three-point shooting. I like shooters. Dame's my favorite player. But the fact that the dunk has fallen off so bad that motherfuckers really ran out of creative shit to do or they just didn't pick the creative motherfuckers. Maybe they reached out to the creative dunkers and they said no. But y'all got to force them niggas. Y'all got to pay these niggas to, to come through. I heard a rumor the other day that Chris Brown was denied the chance to play in the celebrity basketball game because Ruffles wasn't fucking with him. Ruffles? Are y'all serious? 
I mean, me, I wouldn't be surprised. Chris Brown would dog walk everybody that was in that goddamn uh, celebrity all-star game. <clears throat> I just think that uh, him, <clears throat> Gilly, Quavo, Adam Sandler. I don't know why Adam Sandler. I, I noticed Adam Sandler ain't played. That nigga got some game. Not gonna hold you. J. Cole already played. All in all, though, the All-Star game is whack. Y'all got to be better next year. The fans should petition, bro, because I'm sure that the ratings for this All-Star game were down, much down, because they were disappointed with last night's experience. Saturday was the worst night. Friday was good. That was interesting. Sunday was mid, right in the middle. It was okay. Second place is first loser, though. But all right, man. All right. This is King Known Uncensored. 2024 All-Star Game. The, the episode was going to be originally called Arrested, but you know. But this King Known Uncensored. Welcome to the 2024 All-Star Game. And I'm gone.